Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Ballpark Beef Podcast. You know what it is. We got the beef. Let's get it sizzling. How is everyone doing this week? Doing good, man. Doing good. Another great week. Another great week. Cardinals are doing good? Yes, sir. Mm, Whatever. They still suck in my eyes. Yeah, those are talking about the Cardinals, not the Yankees. (laughs) We'll get into the Yankees later. Um, So let's talk about the least exciting team, uh, the Reds. Matt, how are they doing? Uh, It's been a week of mixed results. Uh, We have our young core of pitchers uh, who've been injured, and Hunter Green and Graham Ashcraft looking like they're going to start rehab assignments soon. They've been out both since about the middle to early August. Um, We lost a series. We won a series. Uh, We won the series versus the Rockies. We lost a series to the Cardinals. Uh, It's been a lot of mixed bag stuff. You know, some people have been shining. Some people have been their regular old self. Uh, Spencer Steer, our number seven prospect, came up, made his major league debut. Went two for two, two walks. Uh, His first career major league hit was a home run. And his second career hit was a double that eventually let him score the walk-off run on a Jonathan India single to win the game on Friday. And yeah, you know, it's, you know, us pushing hard towards the end of the season as quickly as we can get there. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Like, a lot of these prospects get called up and, like, just hit a home run their first at bat. It's weird. Don't you guys think it's weird? Brett Beatty, uh, what was it, Gunnar Gunner Henderson, too? Didn't, didn't Adley uh, Rutschman hit one, too? No, yeah, he had a triple on his first one, which I think is even crazier. Yeah, it's it's crazy how, like, these guys come up and they just, you know, they introduce themselves with a dinger right away. Like, Judge did the same thing. And, pretty and fun that way. Honestly, it's, like, it's kind of relaxing. You kind of settle in pretty fast after that, you know? You get the big one out of the way, all the emotion of, of getting the call, and... All of a sudden, you're contributing with a four-base hit. Yeah. I mean, what what other way to start your MLB career than hitting a home run? Yeah, exactly. Definitely a weight off the shoulders, that's for sure. Yeah. Better than striking out. So, um, Cardinals are hot right now, right? Uh, indeed, they are. Um, they are 29-11 and 11 since All-Star break, which is the second-best record uh, in MLB behind the Dodgers. Um, as Matt said, uh, we beat the Reds, and we also swept the Cubs uh, in this past week and increased our lead in the division to seven and a half uh, with a month left. Um, I mean, the way they're playing, it kind of to me, it seems like the division's over, but you can never count that out. You know, you got about 30 games left, only seven and a half up, so they got to keep winning. Um, some notable players, Tommy Edmond, bat 450, two home runs, four RBIs, and an OPS of 1.376. Uh, Lars Nupar, two home runs, five RBIs, OPS of 849. And uh, the thing I'm excited about is uh, Jack Flaherty made his return to the rotation last night. That's definitely big for a playoff push coming up. Yeah, I mean, you got such a hard division there. Yeah. (laughs) Really will come down to the wire. (laughs) I am not excited about anything on the Cardinals except for Albert Pujols' push to 700. Yeah. Not even Goldschmidt. He's kind of a shoe in for NL MVP, and we'll get into that as far yeah. as what the AL is looking like. But you know, <laughs> Nolan's doing Nolan things. Goldschmidt's doing Goldschmidt things. Yachty's on his farewell tour, but there's no better ba- baseball story right now than Albert Pujols on his quest yeah. for 700 home runs. I think he gets it. I'm taking the over on that all day, all day, Seven, all night. 701. I think he goes uh, an extra one for the for the kids. 
One for good luck. You guys have taken the over? Yeah, of course. Man, if you don't take the over, you're kind of an ass. Yeah, you just don't. You hate baseball if you don't want it to pass 700. I'm, I'm going to give him 700 and a half, all right? So oh, you, got you three can take overs. the under and still feel good about yourself? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm I'm taking I'm gonna take seven hundred and a half, and I'm taking the over. Wow! Hey, did you guys see that? Uh, Thursday when Ray Knight makes his start, he ties him and Yachty tie for the most battery starts ever in MLB. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Two grandpas going out on top. Hey man, at least our grandpas are better than yours. Listen, Damn. you got you got one of the best players to ever. Uh, hold a bat in his hands from the right hand side in my opinion he's also been seeing some meatballs too let's be honest here okay if you were a pitcher for any team right now oh i'm not saying him. i wouldn't jim oh if if i'm pitching and, and albert Pujols comes up to the plate on his quest to 700 i'm giving him a meatball right down the middle but i'm just yeah. saying it's happening like no, you know he's capitalizing on them yeah, i mean that's what makes him a great player i mean also like let's be honest there he's I don't think he's getting anyone's best stuff. I mean, he is doing good right now, but he's, what, 40-something? 30? 41? 42? 42, I think. Also a couple. Uh, Stu just trying to find some way to hate on him. <laughs> you know me, bro. After the beef about Yeah, if they're not on the Yankees, they're not the best. You yeah. know me, bro. Come on. Anyway, let's jump over to the Mets. Um, you know, we're playing, we're playing pretty good baseball, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, we just dropped a set to the Nationals, who are the the seller team of the NL. Um, kind of defeated there, but you know, realistically, we've been playing really good baseball this year, and it just comes down to the Braves playing almost as good, if not better, baseball lately, especially. You know, this NL East has gone down to a game now, and you know, we're losing tonight. Tonight's Tuesday night, and who knows? We may flip flop first and second down the line here, but I don't know. I think this Mets team is really good. You know, a lot of grit, a lot of determination. So I'm hoping that these that these players can keep it up. Um, you know, specifically Eddie Escobar is hitting really well right now. 286 batting average in his last 10 games, 952 OPS. So it's nice to see him turn the corner after you know, a pretty slow 10-year start in New York. Uh, Starling Marte, 296 batting average, 900 OPS. Unfortunately, he just got pulled out of the game um, tonight because he got hit by a pitch. Uh, no surprise there. The Mets lead the, the league and hit by a pitch. Um, but, you know... Hopefully Jeff McNeil can overtake Goldschmidt and kind of spoil his triple crown run. Um, I know Nick would love to see that. Trust me, McNeil's not the one I'm worried about. In 320, 321 this season. Uh, Freeman's hitting like 325. Yeah, I don't know. I think Jeff McNeil's bat to ball skills are just bat bat to ball skills are just elite. Um, you know, that's just all it comes down to. Brandon Nimmo's getting on base, doing his thing as well. So. Fun to watch the Mets. Uh, we've been struggling at the plate, you know, the last couple of games, but we had a nice showing in L.A., in the L.A. series, sorry. Um, and, yeah, you know, hoping that no uh, no serious injury for Max Scherzer uh, after getting pulled after five innings his last start. Um, and just hoping Chris Bassett, Cookie Carrasco, they keep shoving Jacob deGrom, you know, doing his thing, lighting up radar guns. Uh, we got to stave off these Braves, and we have the schedule to do it, so... Here's hoping for the last month. Yeah, should should I get started up now? Cause oh boy, uh, here we go. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> Step up on the soapbox. It, it's been a it's been a long week and maybe a I would say a longer month as a Yankee fan. Um, just to put it put things into perspective here. So uh, back on August first, the Yankees became the first team in MLB to reach 70 wins. Um, today, um, well, this was Sunday. I'm sorry. 
they were the fifth team in the MLB to reach 80 wins. So think about that one. It took them a month to win 10 games. Uh, yeah, that that's the kind of the story surrounding the Yankees right now. Pretty much the only uh, shining hope for us is Aaron Judge. Um, so this past weekend against the Rays, just an interesting little stat. Uh, so this is Aaron Judge's stat line for the weekend. He went five for 11, three runs, two RBIs, and three extra base hits, including two home runs. The rest of the Yankees went nine for 87 with a .103 batting average, one RBI, and two extra base hits. So you're, you're not going to win many games like that when the only person doing something is Aaron Judge. Uh, now we called up our number three prospect, Oswald Peraza. If you guys follow me on Twitter, you would see I, I kind of just ranted about this. They call him up to continue it, and they continue to start IKF, who is just hard at shortstop. His his fielding is not good. Um, so they call Oswald. He doesn't start the game uh, prior to him getting called up. He gets an at-bat in the ninth when we're down 9-0, two outs. Like, Give this guy some respect. He's a number three prospect. He has 18 bombs in, in the AAA, and that's how we treat him. Welcome uh, to the show. That's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. It, it's it's frustrating. I, I really don't like the job that uh, Boone's been doing. He's just He keeps rolling out these uninspiring lineups, and it's just, why, who's excited for these lineups? Like, IKF, if you slot him over to third base, he won a gold glove at third base, right? He can play third base. Donaldson, I don't I don't care about Donaldson anymore. He's hitting probably below 220 at this point. I really care less to look. Uh, you guys know I've been pissed off about the Yankees recently. Uh, move him over to third base, put Oswald at shortstop, and let's see what happens. But no, they continuously run out. IKF at shortstop, uh, Donaldson at third base. I was at the game yesterday. Donaldson and IKF both made an error. So it's like, why are you continuously wanting to see this happen? I, I just don't get Boone's thinking. Uh, I, I never really liked Boone from the start. He, The only reason he has all these wins is because of the team he has. He's not a great manager, in my opinion. Um, and then just another thing that has been killing the Yankees as late is the injury list. So I'm just going to read off kind of our injury list. And you guys, I just want a reaction. So Anthony Rizzo just went on the IL today. We have Ben Attendee, Carpenter, Severino, Nestor Cortez, Harrison Bader, Michael King, Chad Green, Araldis Chapman, Zach Britton. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of hard when you got all those names out. Those are, you know, some of our top guys right there. Where's your bullpen? He just named them all. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like Scott F. Ross, uh, Albert Abreu, Miguel Castro. Like, that. that's that's who's on our IL right now. That's half our starters, pretty much. Half our bullpen. Who's pitching in the roster? ninth inning? That's what I'm saying. It's Clay Holmes. That's pretty much it. It's yeah, it's been bad, man. I mean, we're four and six in our last ten. We do have eighty one wins, but we're shaky, man. It's we're only five games up of the race. We were fifteen up fifteen and a half at one point. Now down to five. Uh the Blue Jays are only five and a half behind. So, you know, it's it's definitely scary to see how the Yankees have been playing because it's it's literally just falling apart. And that's that's pretty much the best way to do it, to say it. It's it's all falling apart at this point, and at, I don't see them winning much in the playoffs if they continue playing like this. You know, unless they get some guys back and it brings a jolt, I just it, it's it's tough so, to be a Yankees fan right you, now, guys. Are you calling for Aaron Boone's firing? Is that is that are you going on record to say that? Yes, I I think Aaron Boone should be fired. Uh, just his handling of lineups and 
I just don't think he's a good manager. I, I love what Buck Showalter's doing in on the other side. I love Buck Showalter. I would have loved him to be a Yankee manager, but they decided to extend Boone, which is, you know, unfortunate because I don't think Boone was ever a good manager. Also, his his utilization of the bullpen is just terrible. So and bring when he brings in Chapman in high pressure situations, that's how, you know, the dude is just lost. I'm going to jump on that Buck Showalter praise. Um, I also really like Buck Showalter, but I have a quick question for, for you three. Um, are you walking Barry Bonds with the bases loaded down to, or up two in the bottom of the ninth? Are you doing that? Because that's, that's who walked uh, Barry Bonds with the bases loaded. Buck Showalter called for his intentional walk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Yeah. You walk. Yeah. Him. 100%. Great you calls. Great calls. You make, you make someone Showalter. else beat you. Do you do you guys think like the Yankees have a chance anymore based on what everything I just told you guys? Like what do you guys think about the Yankees? What's your thoughts on the Yankees right now? Well, you had a shit August and he's still putting out the same lineup. So uh I don't know if he has a lot of confidence in these people or what, but um I know if that was me, uh I'm definitely changing something just to get a different look. I mean, you uh, you send the same nine out if you're winning games. I don't think you send the same nine out if you're losing. Yeah. Uh, it, for me, um, if you looked at this Yankee lineup going into the season, I remember talking about this in the beginning of the season, that this wasn't a Yankees lineup that was built to win. And when you really, like, they got a starting pitcher and a bullpen piece at the deadline, like, you didn't really add too much besides calling up prospects. I think where you've gotten so far with the team has been really good. I think the the fall off towards the end of the season, anybody could have seen that coming. I mean, you you put a lot of stock into IKF and Josh Donaldson at the beginning of the season, and Jose uh, Trevino as well. These aren't young guys, you know. These aren't you know little young fellas frolicking through the outfield, you know, like they don't have a care in the world. These are guys that have seen multiple MLB seasons, and they, uh, you know, they're falling off, and now they're not utilizing their youth to pick up the pace, and. You know, it, I, I think you're still going to make the playoffs, but it's just been such an up and down season. It, it, it's not that it's been up and down. It's just been like all at once a, a drop, just a complete drop off of offense. I mean, at before the All-Star break, we were leading the league in run scored and run differential. Um, we start we still are second in run differential behind, you know, the Dodgers, who are just the best team we've seen in a while. Uh, but it's, you know, it's scary to see with, uh, the Rays right on our ass at five games behind us. Yeah. Yeah. I meant just one up and one down by the way. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It was a, it was a far up and then just (laughs) one big straight drop down. Yeah. It kind of brings us to our next topic. Um, you know, we're kind of looking at the tops of these divisions. Um, we could start with the AL East. The Yankees have a five game lead over Tampa. Do they hold it? over the stretch i i think they do but it's going to come down to the wire i think the rays come within like a a game or game or two but i do think the yankees hold on to al east but you know i could be wrong i could see it going both ways but i'm you know hoping it doesn't see from with me so a lot of these teams toronto tampa bay and the yankees they're all playing each other multiple times um i in my opinion i think that Toronto is going to make the biggest push and possibly win the division. Wow. That's honestly yeah. not the the 
coldest take I've ever heard. You know, the Blue Jays are a, a young team with a lot of potential upside, and you know, it's not crazy to think that they could make a push in September to take first place. No, I, mean, I think roster, yeah, I think based on roster, the Blue Jays are are the better talent than Tampa. Um, you know, Tampa has a way of of you know doing the Tampa way. You know what I mean? You know, they'll bring in young guys and. Um, you know, make low key trades and stuff like that. But I think Toronto talent wise definitely is there to compete. I don't think that either of them catch the Yankees though. I don't know. I think Toronto's back starting to get hot. You know, the pitchers are well, that's just my take. I think Toronto's going to shock the world and overcome that division. Can't forget about the pesky Orioles. They're not going to win the division, but I think they got a good shot. What a year they're having. I'm rooting for them for the wild card. Oh, big time. Yeah. But, I I would love to see the Orioles in the uh, playoffs. They they deserve it. One hundred percent. Now let's uh, let's go over to the uh, NL East. Mm. How do we think the Mets fare with the Braves right on their keister? Are you asking me first, the uh, spokesperson for the NL East? Yeah, the spokesperson for the NL East. I want to know how you feel about the Braves right on your keister. By the way, listeners, how does this mic sound? I got a new mic. Hopefully it sounds pretty good. Um, but that being said... About time. <laughs> doesn't sound like he's calling into the podcast anymore. Yeah, that that being said, um, I'm nervous, man. The Braves are good. It's just their young their young core is just stellar. They're playing really good baseball right now. Um, I'm nervous, man. I don't know. What's his name? Spencer Strider, the rookies, oh, my rolling and just goodness. looking disgusting. I mean, Kyle Wright has 17 wins. If you would have put the over of 16 and a half on Kyle Wright for a number of wins, he probably would have made a, a boatload of money at the, uh, the sports book. Max Fried is, you know, two four eight ERA through his first 26 games this year. Um, their starting rotation is just disgusting. They have Kenley in the back of their bullpen. Their, their starting core, you know, Michael Harris, Austin Riley, Dansby Swanson, Acuna's back. I'm nervous, man. They're a good team. Um, I just don't think that they have the schedule to catch us. I think that we're going to have a pretty nice next couple of weeks here. Um, I'm excited for the next couple of podcasts because I foresee some pretty good weeks coming up for the Mets. Um, I don't know. I think I think we have a really good team, too. And if, if Scherzer stays healthy and doesn't miss, miss too much time, you know, one two punch of Scherzer and Degrom. I, I don't know. I, I think that we can win any series we want to. Yeah. What what did uh, what happened to Scherzer the other day? So he had the uh, I think it was the oblique injury that he missed. I think about seven weeks in the middle of the season. Um, I guess it flared up again. I don't think he's calling it that, but it sounded like it was getting tight, and he wanted to avoid injury. You know, pushing it even further. So yeah. I think it was that that same side. Okay. Yeah. So you should be good with that. We'll have to uh, see, man. We'll have to see. I don't know. The catching position has been tough for the Mets all year. Uh, Travis Darno is a beast for the Braves. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. Let's, uh, I, I mean, I would say let's talk about the other divisions, but the whoa, Cardinals whoa. the Cardinals run away with this one. Do I get to uh, say my input? I mean, yeah, if you if you want. Well, I, I personally don't think the Mets are holding on. Um I mean, the Braves, they started out, I think, 10 and 12 in the month of April, and the Mets started out hot, um, they're, and they're only one game back. Um, looking at the schedule, each team has, I guess I would say, one good series against each other. Um, the Braves are playing Seattle. The Mets play uh, Milwaukee. Um, I mean, the Mets have been playing good baseball. I think they're playing par baseball right now, um, and the Braves are playing above par. Um the Braves play the Philly and Washington four series in a row. 
Um, I mean, looking at it now, I just think um, I think the Braves are going to take advantage of playing against the bad teams, and I think the Mets are going to fold. Damn. Bolded. That's fair, honestly. The Phillies are a good team, too. I don't know. I think that the uh, I think that the Braves are gonna take first at some point this season. That's my prediction. But I think at the end of the season, when it matters, I think you're gonna look up at the at the NL East leaderboards and you're gonna see the New York Mets leading the division and going on to kick ass in the playoffs. I'm sorry, you just can't like it, it, all we have to do is get to the playoffs. You're not winning a five game series, and you're certainly not winning a three game series against us. That's just that's just what it comes down to. Why is that though? Uh, do I really need to name the beasts at the top of our rotation? I mean, they're not undefeated on the year. You know, anything can happen in the playoffs. Also, I don't think many teams are scared of Scherzer that much. I mean, what do you do against the Yankees? I don't know. Yeah, all I'm saying is you don't want to see the Mets uh, across across on the scoreboard against you in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Cardinals, Mets. Who are you taking in a series? Oh boy, Mets, and it's not close. It's not close. It's not close. Nick, any input? I mean, this is the first year they beat us in a series in eight eight years, so. Oof. Yikes. But you said yeah, any, so happens when you anything. have a couple 40-year-old men. Hey, man, you guys won that division because Nolan made an error. I mean, uh, that series because Nolan made an error. That's all, that's all I got to say. I mean, we get it that the Garam and Scherzer are probably the best duo pitchers in the league, but, I mean, they don't win every game. So, like you said, anything could happen in the playoffs, you know? I yeah. didn't say that. Tell them. I, I mean, you're praising them like they're Jesus Christ, but <laughs> you know they're they're not undefeated. I mean, they're definitely beatable. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah. It's not by the Cardinals. The Yankees went 500 against us, so not really by the Yankees. We beat the the Dodgers in their season series, so I think we could hold our own against playoff teams. Uh, yeah, you can in the regular season. See us in October. All right, October. we'll see you. Uh, just- Actually, we'll see you in a wild card. Wild card. No, I'm just kidding. Let's go to the AL Central before we start a fight on air. All right, AL Central. That that's a tight race right there. Very tight race. Um, you got the the Guardians at the top. Twins are a game behind, and the White Sox are two games behind. Uh, I I can see. Um, you know, the Twins are playing the Yankees right now, so hopefully uh, they lose some games. White Sox. Uh, they're they're doing decent. In their past ten, five and five. The Guardians have lost three out of the last three. Is, they're three and seven in the last ten, so they're, it looks like they're uh, struggling right now. So maybe the White Sox take that division. Bill and Cease, that's a, that's a dude right there. Disgusting. Eight and two thirds, no hit innings. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, uh, but they don't really have much after Dylan Cease, man. I still like the Guardians in the Central, big time. Even though uh, I've got a couple of former Reds on the Twins now and Sonny Gray and uh, Tyler Malley, I, I think the Guardians are just way too fun of a team to not see in the playoffs this year. So you know, I want to see Josh Naylor just nail one and go crazy, bro. It's going to be great. Uh, like like I said in one of the previous episodes from watching uh, MLB Central, uh, I'm going with the White Sox uh, based off their schedule. Um the five and five, you know, they're not really like playing great baseball, but I think with them playing um, not tough teams, um, they'll get rolling. And uh, I mean, they're only two back, you know, and they have a lot of games against, I think, the Guardians. Um, I think they're going to spark something up and uh, win that division. I think uh, I, I'm taking the Cleveland Guardians, man. I really like the uh, the 
um, Francisco Lindor trade for the Guardians. I think Rosario and Jimenez have found a nice home in Cleveland, uh, especially Andres Jimenez. I mean, if he starts playing like this every year, that, that's a that's a man to watch. Um, he's got 23 doubles on the season. He's got he's batting 301 with an 849 OPS. Jose Ramirez is a dude. He's just a perennial MVP candidate, you know, lately. So uh, I think that's a scary team. Really good pitching as well. So we'll have to see. All right. Can we now get to the topic I've been waiting for? Because I'm tired of this conversation for AL MVP. I want to know who you guys think should be the AL MVP and why. Um, I think it should be Judge. Um, I mean, Judge is doing numbers that you don't see every day. I mean, he's leading the league in runs, home runs, RBIs, walks, uh, slugging, OPS, OPS plus. I mean, the dude has 54 home runs and 117 uh, RBIs. Pretty sure his war is somewhere around seven, eight games. I mean, he's having a year that probably won't see in a while um, at this level, um, you know, with everything going on, with the pitchers, how good they are and all that. Um, I know Otani, he's he's doing great <clears throat> hitting and pitching, but uh, I mean, judging is having a year that's comparable to Sammy Sosa, Bonds, all of them. I appreciate that. Thank you. Matt, you uh you talked about this a little while ago about how Otani set his bar already. Uh you want to go a little into that? Yeah, well, Otani set his bar. He he's already won an MVP and his season last year was absolutely spectacular. 46 bombs, 100 RBIs, 26 stolen bases. He had a, an OPS in 965 and then he also pitched to a tune that probably like he he didn't get any Cy Young votes, I don't think. But still, a 318 ERA, uh, 156 strikeouts, and 130 innings pitched. My thing with Otani, he's he's pitching way better than he was last year. If you look at it, he's pitching way better. He's already above his... Um, he's at 136 innings as compared to 130 of all of last year. So he's going to pitch more innings. I think this is the year that he maybe um, puts in a case for Cy Young. He's pitching outstanding, but I don't think his hitting stats are eclipsing last year enough to say that he wins MVP for the second year in a row. He can't win it every year. Are there years that he may win it back-to-back? Sure. I mean, he's still young. He could still come out and absolutely dominate a year from both hitting and pitching, but I don't think he's done that this year. I think he's dominated pitching-wise, and I think he should have some Cy Young consideration, but not MVP. Not with the year that Judge is having. I mean, he's... Shohei Otani pitches and hits, but Judge is still leading him by .3 in B-War. Aaron Judge has been out of this world. He didn't hit a home run tonight because the Yankees were postponed. I guarantee you if the Yankees were playing tonight, he would have... He would have hit another home run. Because when he gets on a hot streak, he stays on his hot streaks. That's why he's currently sitting at 54 home runs. I think he's going to get to at least 60. I think there's a good chance that he could pass to it's uh, 61 or 62 for the Yankees record. 61. 61. I think he can pass that pretty easily in this last month with the skill set that he has. And I think he should win the MVP. Thank you very much. Thank you for my, coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> uh, now the guy who thinks Otani should win. 
No, Judge should win. Uh, and it's it's period point blank, simple as that. Um, he just needs to hit 62 home runs. If he doesn't hit 62 home runs, then that's the only way that Shohei Otani has a case. I'm sorry, but this guy is leading the world in everything. Um, 54 homers, 117 RBIs as of this podcast. He leads the AL in walks. He leads the majors in runs, in slugging, OPS, OPS+, plus, total bases. He leads the AL in on-base percentage. This guy is out of this world. 330 total bases through 131 games. That's just disgusting. Um, I think that he definitely needs to hit 62 home runs to to make sure that he beats Otani. But I think even so, um, you know, Otani can have a really good end of the season. But I just don't see him eclipsing Aaron Judge. Um, for for John's sake, you know, I don't want him to be to be thinking anything badly about these Yankees because um, because uh, Judge didn't win the MVP award. Um, I think Otani, by almost every measure, is better than he was last year, which is scary. Um, especially when you know we're putting him in the same conversation as probably one of the most historic seasons we've seen in our life lifetime, and what Aaron Judge is doing. Yeah, props to Otani. He's absolutely raking and absolutely shoving on the mound. Top ten on both sides. I don't think he's a Cy Young this year, and I don't think he's an MVP this year. I think it's Aaron Judge's to lose. Listen, guys, you you made me happy for once. You can agree with me on something for once. Yeah, maybe you should take notes. I I just think that uh, there's no way he beats out Judge uh, Otani. To put up a season like this is is historical numbers. When you're gonna topple, you know, Roger Maris's home run record if he does, which I think he will, because they have what a month left of baseball, and he needs eight home runs to do that. Uh, pretty sure he can hit eight home runs in a month of baseball. You have to win that. That That's a record that was set by, you know, a Yankee great. We're talking years ago. So I think he has to win it. The only way I could see Otani winning is if, you know, the, the whoever does the voting is like, well, Otani's pitching like, like a top of the line starter right now. And he's hitting like, you know, a four hitter. So, I mean, an all-star hitter. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, it, that's that's the only, I think, conversation where Otani wins is because of his pitching. That's the only conversation, which sucks because Aaron Judge doesn't pitch. And, you know. I bet he could and, if he tried. <laughs> thing is, though, he doesn't have to. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, that's... 15 stolen bases as well on the season. Yeah, that's, For that's a big guy, solid. that's not bad. It's solid. Yeah, he, he, Judge, can, he can be moving. He can move. He definitely can and a stellar twice. defender, you know, like he they put him in center field this season, and he didn't absolutely fold. No, he's he looks good at six foot seven. Field. Yeah, at six he's, foot seven, if you can do that, you're a good fielder. Yeah, been replacement level. Yeah, you know what's a, a crazy stat that I'm looking at? Um, Aaron Judge actually has less intentional walks than Shohei Otani this year. That's crazy. Walk and judge with the bases loaded down two in the bottom of the ninth? Or up oh, two, sorry. That's a good question. Oh, no. If you're at Yankee Stadium, you got to. Yeah, I think you have to at Yankee Stadium. If you're playing at Kaufman, maybe you can pitch around him. Aaron Judge flips his wrist and it goes over that right field wall in, in uh, the Little <laughs> League field in the Bronx over there. The Homer Dome. You guys got to take it easy, gotta right? Got to love it. Come on, you know yeah, true. I can't really talk that much. I also play in the Homer Dome. You got to take it easy there. All right. Uh, oh. That was a good episode, right, boys? Yes, sir. I had a good time. Can't we actually 
guys, if you didn't know, we came into this like, what are we going to talk about? And we were just like, ah, screw it, we'll wing it. And we we winged it, and, you know, got pretty far with it. Um, but it was a good episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on all socials. Um, our Twitters will be uh, dropped in the description. And also you can join our Discord if you want to chat with us. Um, it's a good way to stay in the community, learn when we're uh, dropping new stuff, talk to us about baseball, you know, cool stuff like that. And yeah, that's all I got for you. Uh, does anyone else got anything else? Go Cardinals. Nah, let's go Mets. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone, you have a wonderful Wednesday evening. And that is Ballpark Beef. I would say the beef was definitely sizzling today and it'll be sizzling next week. Remember, every Wednesday at 4 p.m., make sure to check us out. Deuces.